All right, welcome to <laughs> Events Real Talk. Events Real Talk. Where, as TJ says, we get real. We talk real about events. Is that what I say? It's pretty close to that. It was really funny when you said it the first time. I was like, all right. <laughs> Shooting a commercial. Yeah. Yeah, so what like are we talking about today? Mad car salesman. Mad car, oh my gosh. <laughs> Stripper pole in the cars and everything. Um, today we're going to talk about event teams. Event teams. And when you should ask for help. Oh, yeah. And when you should bring in help, outside help. And what not to do. And, and how not to be a dick about it. Honestly, that's probably the hardest part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so what do you qualify as an event team? Ready, set, go. Basically, anybody that has hands in the event. That includes if you have facility managers, um, the, like, direct events people, your staff, um, your event planner, you know, their little underlings. Um, minions, minions, vendors, like the catering, the catering team. Um, if you have, which by the way, I find it really odd that hotels call them like they're banquet teams. I get it. Cause it's the banquet aspect of the hotel, but they call them banquet captains, captains when they're supervisors. I think that's weird. No, just me. I mean, when I was in catering, we were called captains. You're not allowed to have a supervisor title. Their way of not paying you correctly? Probably. That's bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> hmm. So that's who I think of when I think of event team. If you have a florist that's coming in, like they are part of your event team mm -hmm. um, because it's their responsibility to deliver on time. If you're renting the arrangements, it's their responsibility to pick them up on time. Um, catering, part of your team. Pick them up on time. Pick them up. If they pick them up. You know, I mean, or make arrangements to be like, oh, we'll pick them up in the morning, whatever. Yeah, and actually stick to that time. We're going to go over that in a minute, huh? Yeah. Okay. So, Pause perfect. That's, who, that's who I think of as a team. Anybody that has their hands in the event. If you have AV personnel that you have to bring in, they are part of the team. Um, if you're renting furniture, like, the rental company will be a part of your team. Yep. Because if they don't deliver on time, you're screwed. 100%. <laughs> you yeah. know? Which is why a lot of them, if they could do it, do it the day before. Oh. In case stuff comes up. Yeah. So that, to me, is your event team. Which basically, hopefully, points out the fact that not everybody is in-house. A lot of things are still outsourced yeah. and still brought in through other vendors. Absolutely. So if you need to utilize temporary labor. Let's talk temp labor. They're also part of your events team. We're getting a thumbs down for the peanut gallery. Look, well, there are some temp labor. We've worked with temp labor before that have become great full-time employees. We know one. He was one. What? Leroy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, we love Leroy. We do. So shout, out, shout out to Leroy. Yeah. <laughs> so there's some temp labor that becomes great full-time employees. Yes. But then there's some temp labor that... Uh... <laughs> that is not great. No. And they are not vetted properly with whatever company they're coming through. And they don't want to do the work... Sometimes they don't speak the appropriate appropriate language. No, the problem is they do. They just don't. They just act like they don't. Yeah, they don't understand you what you're telling them. Because let me tell you, when they want to bum a cigarette off you, they perfect perfect language. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do this in English because it benefits me at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, 
So when do you think it's appropriate to bring in temp labor? Because generally they are more expensive than paying, say, a full-time employee or a part-time employee, even yeah. overtime. Yeah, well, to an extent, but a lot of times, I mean, either way, they're still going to probably pass on that cost. So even if you have a full-time employee or, or you know, a part-time employee that stays, they're going to pass off that cost onto the client. Um, but it depends on volume of events that you're doing. What, what you have on the books, um, I mean, you could probably speak more from catering because I didn't have to deal with a whole lot of temp labor because we had wonderful people in uniform who fulfilled that need, need at the time. Um, but it just depends on the volume and size of the event. So if you have, okay, so let's say from a facility standpoint, um, we'll use weddings because I feel like weddings are... Why, what's with the, weddings are much larger and typically need more staff. So if you are a venue that has the in-house catering, you have the in-house event staff, um, the only thing typically that would probably be outsourced is going to be like florals. If they, the bride, or gr bride and groom have their own event planner, um, you know, but everything else is pretty much done in-house and less extra mm -hmm. decor and things sure. like that. So... My thing is, if you have an entire operation and you're not only doing that one event a year because you're a facility and you're doing multiple events a year, um, it's appropriate, in my opinion, for any event that's a four-day festivity to bring in temp labor for the main event. So, like, if the wedding is going to start at 6 and they're not done till 11 o'clock at night, I would bring in temp labor because I already know my employees have worked six days out of that week they're probably going to have to come back Sunday, which will be a seventh day in a row, but why not use temp labor to be able to break everything down, put things back where they're supposed to go, get things ready for when pickups come the next day, uh, help break down all the catering stuff, you know, extra temp to help in the kitchen. I just don't feel like it's appropriate to use people who are in other areas to do an events. You have an events team. That's the whole reason they have temp labor options. Well, and like you said, that cost would get passed off to yeah, the client Yeah, so it's anyways. not like it's hurting your pocketbook. And if you want to be a dick about it, you can do an upcharge on the temp labor too, yeah. which seems stupid, but... But which they would probably do anyways. Well, yeah, I mean, they had to coordinate it. But it was your choice to bring on that wedding. Yeah, you can say no. I just think it's... I think temp labor can be helpful, but um, I've used temp labor in the past only for breakdown purposes. Mm -hmm. We've never used, at least in my experience, I never used them on the front end to help serve or be part of what is happening. They were literally on the, on the back end to help break everything down so the staff that had already been there 12 hours that day yeah. could go home. So you don't burn your staff out. What is wrong with using temp people? I really don't like weddings. <laughs> well, I think, you know, it depends on the right person. It was great. I took a webinar yesterday, not a webinar, a certificate class yesterday, and the, and the instructor um, was very adamant about how much the wedding industry, how awful it was. And you're like, that's my new best friend. I know. I was like in the chat box, thank you. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's the idea behind the wedding, obviously, is a great thing. Mm -hmm. But it's the leading up to it and the stress of it, the you know amount of nonsense that goes into it, that people don't properly plan on the back yeah. end. Well, and if you're not staffed appropriately and your team is stressed, mm -hmm. people are going to see it. Like, you can't Absolutely. pretend that the sky is not falling 
when literally the sky is falling because you're having to take on the responsibility of five other people right because you're that shorthanded and if you're having to bring in and people don't book these things a week in advance no you're talking months yeah maybe this is plenty of time to accommodate the need for temp labor um it's not oh crap 10 of my staff my serving staff didn't show up what am i going to do yeah serve faster like uh your plate of meals now buffet yeah serve yourself there you go (laughs) Um, no, because you, now you have to have catering people to serve your buffet. You're supposed, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly you're supposed to. But, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't been to any events recently, been. so. I've only seen photos, but yeah. So, I mean, temp labor can be good and bad, and I get why somebody, okay, so if you're like at a high-end facility and you don't want to risk with temp because you don't know what kind of temps mm-hmm. you're going to get, then I feel like that's also the fault of the facility to not do their research on the temp. Mm-hmm labor company i don't even know yeah and speaking like at least from the catering aspect there are different levels Mm -hmm. you know there's one company that would get utilized out of austin for higher end events yeah um so they still deem white glove i guess it's the oldest you know such an old but when you still have to go through and explain to them you know like your nine piece setup yeah because they're doing it wrong Come on. But they might be vetted like they've done these events before, so they know what's expected of them. You're not going to have to provide them with a tie because they forgot it. Like, they're going to have it. Right. Kind of stuff. And then, you know, there's some local companies in town that are like, oh, yeah, like, we need them for breakdown. We need them for setup. It's fine. Nobody's actually going to see them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, that's actually, I was just thinking that. So I've only used them truly on the catering aspect for just because, you know, I mean, the amount of events that a caterer will take on, mm-hmm. they're always, because you can't carry that much staff for catering year round on your yeah. payroll. It's just not feasible. So I get why places pull from other departments mm-hmm. within, but I still think it's a bit ridiculous. But so let's say, I mean, I'm assuming anyone can book a temp service, mm-hmm. right? So any company could. So, yes. like, if I had my own business on the side and what I did was, like, event planning, I can call a temp service to come mm-hmm. help me set up the event, mm-hmm. help run the event. So, what's the, I guess, what would you think is, like, the percentage on quality of the temp once they, temp labor when they come to work an event? I mean, you think it's 50-50? Like, some are really good and some are not. Do they offset somehow? Yes. Some are really good and some are really bad. Like, what are you doing here? Like, you just want the paycheck, but you're not going to do any work. And at least when I worked in catering, be like, okay, if you don't want to do any work, that's fine. Like, you can be a dishwasher. Ooh. I'd do it, though. I'd totally you know, do Yeah, I mean, I would rather be a dishwasher. Than oh, yeah. <laughs> put headphones in, don't talk to nobody, yeah. spray some stuff down, put it in there, run yeah. it through a disc machine. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Um, but, you know, they didn't want to set the tables properly. They, they were just, like, throwing stuff down. It's like, okay, come on. Like, you just got paid for your two and a half hour drive here for doing nothing. Like, you can at least yeah do work something a little right now. <laughs> you know, or you had the ones that would like disappear into the bathroom for the first hour they were there, and you're like, what are you doing? Like putting on makeup, fixing your hair. Nobody cares what you look like. <laughs> you're not going to meet your future mm-hmm. ex-husband at one of these events while you're serving them supper. Now you might. There's probably like a you know future ex-husband. You know, a one or two percent chance that you might. 
or ex-wife, whatever. <laughs> um, boyfriend, girlfriend, we're gonna bias around whatever. So, I mean, there's definitely good and bad ones. The good ones, I mean, they try to keep the other ones in line, and they're like, "I got you. I'll let them know. Like, this is what needs to be done." And they would take the lead of their little group that they came with. Right. Um, and you could tell they had probably been in supervisor manager, managerial positions before because they were really good at like getting the work done, get, get it done. And so there could be nothing lost in translation. Um, you know, trying to use Google translate to be like, okay, like, do they like, so do Tim, Tim agencies send like with court? Cause I've never actually really asked this question or really had any issues with temps other than on the facility standpoint, going in and seeing shit I don't care for. Um, and relaying that to them only to have a deer in a headlights expression come back and then find the actual catering supervisor at the time. But do they usually send someone with that's in the temps like as a temp lead? So it depends on who your temps are coming through, which company. Um, most that I've worked with don't. Hmm. Someone will just show up with a list and be like, these are all the people that are supposed to be here. And that's where everybody signs in and signs out. Um, but typically you get one or two people that act like they're the supervisors. <laughs> so you just naturally go to them because they seem to know more. They know what they're doing. Um, they're a little bit more grounded than the rest of them. Yeah. And so you just naturally gravitate to them to be like, hey, this person did this. Can you help me out? They're not listening to me. Because I've had temps like downright say, you're not my boss. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not your boss. Like, I don't actually sign your paychecks, but this is my, like, I am supervising this Well, yeah, because you guys give, like, a review back, right? I mean, you sign them in, but I'm, I'm yeah. assuming there's a communication. Okay, well, like, this went well except for yada, yada, yada. This person, like, don't send yeah. them back here. Yeah, don't send those three temps that we caught in the liquor cabinet. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, wow. But, yeah. So Tim's can definitely be hit or miss. A lot of them you do need to keep an eye on. Yeah, really. Shout out to Leroy, though. He was great. Oh, yeah. Love Leroy. Yeah. Yeah. Best temp I think I've seen in a long time. But no longer temp, obviously. No. Good good person. Yeah. Good Leroy human. needs to give us an update. What's, yeah, no. What are you doing now? Real. Hmm. Yeah. Good human. Be a good human. Relay some positive vibes. He needs to. Tell us more. Yeah. yeah. Like visit. <laughs> I don't know answer a message whatever yeah all right so temps what else are we discussing today temps are great temps are not great all i gotta say about temps though is uh, don't abuse your damn staff and use temps you can pass that cost off onto the client if necessary if there is a need obviously don't just you know charge your clients for useless things but don't abuse your staff <laughs> don't charge them for your staff because they're useless um. i mean some might have useless stuff well, um, but that's another thing. You pull someone from another department that knows nothing about catering or never picked up a plate in their life because they've never waited tables or bartended or anything like, why no, the hell No, but they're a workhorse. Yeah. So you can, you know, anybody can pick up a chair. Anybody can pick up a table. Yeah, but do they know which side to serve on? I don't even know anymore. Is it left side? Pick up from the right? Or is it the other way? No, I had it right. Leave on the left or move on the right. Yeah. That was close. L-R. I know. I remembered sort of 
a guess first, and then yeah. I was like, yeah, this is right. Well, okay, if you really want to get down to the nitty-gritty of it, it really depends on what style you're serving in. Oh, Jesus. Because <laughs> we serve in all those different styles. Are you doing American or French or Russian? Like, you really want to get in. That can be a whole other episode. No, I don't even want to get into that. It's horrible because yeah. it's very confusing. Yeah. Are we the only ones that do things back-ass words? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, basically. All right, so one other thing I want to talk about today. She's super fired up about it. Well, I don't know if I'm super fired up about it. Well, let's talk speakers, instructors, and the needs of those people. So in part of the class that I was taking the other day, we got a breakdown on how to communicate with speakers and how to call for speakers. Was it don't? Don't. What? <laughs> Just don't communicate. Oh, yeah. Don't communicate, yeah. Um, and what the appropriate, you know, way of handling it was. And the other thing she mentioned was, like, most speakers don't have writers. And I was like, I mean, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Some of the people that I've dealt with, they do. Um, but let's talk from an, an academic standpoint because it's so exciting. You know what I'm talking about. So chime in whenever you feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> So at what point is a request for support too much? When it's the fourth time you've had the same request and it's been explained to you every single time the exact same way that it is not possible. Ugh. Well, what part of like, I mean, you have an entire support system, a department that supports you or a unit or an organization that they have staff that supports you through what you're trying to do. They know that you're going to be speaking somewhere. Okay, one, why would you not make sure that person is not capable of doing it? I mean, you know, I get the technology aspect is still fairly new to some people. I'm sorry, shit. how many weeks in are That's we exactly it? what I was about to say, but we're I'm about sorry. six fucking weeks into this shit, and we still don't know how to use Zoom. How is that not, at some point, like, should you be teaching a class since now everything's pretty much moving to, oh, by the way, it's digital, not virtual. 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 It's digital, not virtual. Virtual is going away. It's going to be digital because when virtual was first used, it had more to do with the three-dimensional world. Yeah, VR. Yes. but Will it still be used for VR events? I don't fucking know. No one knows. Are they going to be DR events? DR events. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be very I'm sorry. I'm going to need to get you back on track. Yeah. So that's fine. Virtual's gone. Digital in. Yeah. So, I mean, what the hell? Everybody's trained on this shit. So, like you said, six weeks in. But also, we're almost to the there are midterms. professors that have realized, like, this is not my thing, right? And so they appoint one of their students yeah, or a teacher's assistant or whatever you want to call them to give them hostability to do everything, you know, like advance the slides, play the video, uh, check the chat, like. Why can't these particular professors do the same thing? Yeah, but my thing is, it's a class. Hand out the slides before class. Make them available online before class so people can follow along besides trying to follow your PowerPoint in Zoom. Like, if you lose connection, that's not your fault. Shit happens. That's or, not our fault either. Well, no. But, <laughs> or the other option is, if that one class you're about to have is so incredibly important for them to get the information, uh, make it an in-person fucking class for real. Like, yeah, I mean, or like you said, email. I just, like, I struggle 
I'm on a big struggle bus today when it comes to people like we are now. I mean, we don't do anything, so like, why can't we be there? <laughs> if I, if, listen. I just sit in my office and look through the windows to see what's happening. Listen, if I got to sit there and attend a class, you better be sure as hell yeah, that I'm it. getting a certificate yeah. for it. <laughs> Absolutely. Like... Yeah, I just think it's ridiculous. And if it and if these units, organizations, departments, whatever, can't support these instructors correctly, then maybe you shouldn't be instructing. Just saying. Yeah. Not saying. I'm just. Saying. I think um, when speaking to other people, just in general. <laughs> um. I don't think anybody's being very kind, and I don't really know how to, like... Oh, you mean when the requests are coming through? Yes. Oh, no, they're not kind. It's a like, cultural thing, too. They're, yeah. They're, I am going to throw that out there. That's bad to say, but it is cultural, because there's a difference in communication in different cultures. Yeah, but no means no in any <laughs> culture. Like, you but, can you can cushion it, and you can, like, you're nice about it, and you kind of, like, phrase it with some with some fluff to it because you don't want to come off as like that bitch but at what point i'm pretty sure everyone assumes i am no matter what when it's your face i know like the, i have really bad rbf i as, don't get it as the requests come in and it's the exact same thing and you're told the exact same thing by like several other people it's not just one person picking on you like we cannot help you with this the best part is when the resources are provided for the phone number to call the people who can help you with this, and we still don't do that. That's infuriating. Well, that's, again, like, hey, get one of your students to call. Yeah. I mean, that's like standing up there with, like, a chopped-off arm being like, oh, well, nobody was here to help me. <laughs> you didn't have a room full of people? Uh, we like, do, oh, we do believe in ADA, do. and we do help with ADA. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> but you know what I'm like? Obviously, figuratively, Jesus. I'm just saying, I'll throw it out there. You sound like an asshole. Well, <laughs> would you peck that little nose mask thing you were talking about? The little crow mask. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so I mean, but you're literally there. You can help yourself. Right? Like, you have the ability to call 911 if you're standing there with a severed limb. Yes. You have a room full of people. Yes. That it, you could be like, um, excuse me, can somebody please call this number? Like, Well, and it goes back to conversations we've had about speakers as well. They want somebody to be sitting in the audience while they're speaking at the podium advancing the slides for them. I mean, it's a but, remote clicker. Okay, you can do but it. But also, like, that doesn't, that has never made any sense to me because you're literally having to stop and go, Slide. Oh, yeah. Next. That is not natural. That it interrupts the natural flow of your presentation instead of you just standing there with a clicker, unless you're a nervous clicker and you're just going to be like, don't do that. I'd probably do that. Like, if you're like, oh, shit, how do I go back? Oh, crap, I said that. Never mind. Yeah, exactly. So I don't It's only been until now that we've given you a microphone. That's why I don't speak to people. You never know what's going to fly right out. Yes, but it, it's annoying. And then the, we've talked about this too. The ones that move the laptop on top of the podium because they have to have it right there. And I'm just sitting here going, I really don't understand. If you don't know your research material by now, 
you probably shouldn't be speaking on what you're researching. So we talked about that in the class that I took yesterday about Love classes presentations um, and we like how to do a proper presentation. <laughs> and one of the complaints is people that read off their slides. Like what mm -hmm. happens if the technology goes out? What happens if you still have to give your presentation and you don't have like your slides to look at? Then what are you going to do? Yeah. Like people have become too reliant on it. Absolutely. So in regards to technology, let's branch off about another part of your class. Yeah. The happy dance, jazz dance. Um, let's talk about the comment that you told me about yesterday. About the oh, not <laughs> about the not having to have students shouldn't have technology to keep them engaged. Yes. Okay. I want to hear this because I didn't get to hear it in person. I only got it through text. So I'd love to know exactly the context of how all that happened. So we were in breakouts, right? There was four of us, me and three other strangers, um, from all different levels right, of managerial supervisory positions. Some people were there because they're going to teach a class like this. Um, so they kind That's of went. That's a scary thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's why she was there. Oh, God. No. Because no. She wanted to learn the material so that she could teach the class. Oh, no. And. But you have to stay neutral. Yeah. Well, huh. so. so we were given a situation and basically it boiled down to you were asked to make a, presenta make a presentation that was going to be given to second year college students. Um, so you had to answer the questions of what your content, like what the content was, like why you were being asked to give it versus somebody else. Um, who's your audience? How will you organize your presentation? And what impression do you want to leave? So me, like having observed this most of my career life, right? Um, and a lot of the studies and other classes that I have done, when we got to audience, or no, how to put it together, how to organize your presentation, said, well, we should include technology. Um, or videos, PowerPoints, things like that to keep them more engaged. And her response was, well, I don't think that's necessary because they're second year college students. They're there by choice. So like they should keep themselves engaged. And I was just like, well, you know, like I don't really know too many people that like just to be talked at. No, oh, no, nobody does. Not anymore. You know, I mean, Unless you're straight academic research type. Sure. Uh, but this, these are like business, second year business students. Ugh. So she basically told me I was wrong. And I'm just like, but am I? Like, have you ever like made a presentation? Even like the presentations that I've done on your behalf. What? There's still some level of technology involved. Let's clarify that. I made you do one presentation. One. Yeah. You know. It was like horrible. It should like, be like one every five years. It was like over a year ago. I made you do it again. What I thank God. You can talk to a wall. Everybody loves you. They don't want to listen to me. 
Yeah, it's your face. I know. Yeah. Where are you seen that? Where you? Um, so she told me I was wrong, and I was just like slightly offended. You know, I wanted to like private chat and be like, the fuck you think you are? I did not. Um, did we take the Facebook later? No. Oh, good. No, I didn't. You had some control. <sighs> well, because it's too long of a story to like, you know, give the background on it. And this, anyways, but I'm just like, as somebody who's been in this industry a while, like obviously different sides of it, I have witnessed a lot of events. Well, yeah. And I pay attention to those kind of things. But you also have to know your audience. And a second year college student is going to fall asleep if you literally lecture yes. from the PowerPoint slides. Yes. They're going to be on their phone anyway. They're going to be utilizing technology the entire time. Yes. I guarantee they're going to have their laptop out taking notes. So why would you not incorporate technology? Exactly. Fucking dumbass. So I was just like, make friends. Okay. Okay. At the end, uh, this person should never teach this class. Okay. So the only thing that pissed me off, and I couldn't find an email um, to send my complaint to, mm. is that they had this little section. It was like, hey, leave us feedback so that we can, you know, teach you better. Tell us, like, something that we could be doing different. And as I'm sitting there and typing my response, I hear in my headphones, um, hey, Tracy, if you just want to go ahead and log out, we're finished. Well, my microphone's muted. Right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like trying to type really fast and I get kicked out and I was like, didn't even get to submit it. What? So they didn't give you time to do it? No. It was literally like you had to answer four polls and then they had like, you know, say something to your presenter and then they had over this other side like a private, like, hey, send us anything else. And I was literally like mid-sentence. How much longer after the class was it? Um, okay, so that was the other thing. I had gotten kicked out because I was having technology issues, but they were doing the wrap-up mm -hmm. um, as I was logging back in. So, I mean, it might have been two minutes. Like, it's it very quick. On. Most people, like, stay on for, like, five to ten. Yeah, it was nothing. Hmm. It was, like, nothing. Because at this point, I was, like, a pro at logging back in because I'd been having so many tech issues. I had my laptop, my kid's laptop, and I was over here, and I was like, oh, like, it's having problems, logging over here, like, I had it down. Again, shout out to Sudden Link, huh? <sighs> yeah. Thanks, Hurricane Beta. Yeah. So basically, speakers can suck. Or suck it better. Yeah. And they generally suck more than most people because the I feel like they have God complexes. Oh, well, they do. That's why they can't push their own clicker. So if you're a speaker and you're watching this, <laughs> uh, don't be a dick and be nice to the people who help you. And if you put a PowerPoint together, you should be able to handle your own shit. Just saying. So to wrap up for today, I know I'm, I'm ready for the roller coaster ride. I feel like we should just get some. Well, I said we talked about the straps. I'm like down for it. We can have our names on them. <laughs> so next time we're going to come back to football. Now, football, football. 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 Football season has started. Football de Americana. Yeah. So, football started. NFL seems to be going okay. But college football has started. And I would like to follow up and see if we've heard of any. Now that, let's see, this will be the second weekend of college games. That would be close to what would start to show any kind of COVID symptoms for anyone who was able to attend games. Because not every school is actually having attendance so yeah 
So we can follow up. We'll touch base on that again and see how that's going. Anything else that excites you that you want to talk about next time? <laughs> Crickets. Not that I can think of at the moment. <laughs> we'll wing it. I have, well, I mean, I don't. I'm I've just been curious. trying really hard not to let things get to me. Oh, God. Because at home, things get to me a lot <laughs> easier. I let it happen there. Um, but as far as, like, event stuff goes, I'm trying not to well, let I'm, it. I mean, we, you want to go on a political tangent, we can, like, kind of kick that dead horse. No, I don't want to go on a political tangent. But I do think maybe next time we should also discuss um, kind of where we are, again, come back to the U.S. versus Europe whatever we did last time. I think we should do a follow-up for that one in November. Okay. After election. But there are still, like, there are some places and states that are really starting to open up events. And I'd really like to touch on the hotels because the hotels seem to not have slowed down either. Yeah. So that would, I would be curious to see. Are hotel bars open? Um, I have no idea. Huh. That's a very good question. I would assume so since they have guests that stay at these hotels and they're still doing events and serving alcohol and at some point we are going to have to touch on the liability with alcohol. It's my favorite subject. Liability with alcohol? Oh, like at events? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because that's, that is probably the biggest reason I'm not a huge fan of wedding industry because there's no, there's no like structure behind how they handle that. They literally extend bars for as long as they want. Really? A lot of them do. Interesting. Yeah. So, all right. So, for next time, we are going to follow up with football and TJ's vibrators going off. So, getting off I this. I keep it in case there's an emergency with Cameron. Sorry. That's fine. Well, you can always give it to Michael. So, we're going to get off this roller coaster ride. <laughs>